Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 3, Episode 123 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you once again for joining us as we continue our study of this week's uh, Come Follow Me materials, looking at April the 26th to May the 2nd, uh, covering Doctrine and Covenants Section 45. And we're just going to dive straight in today, carrying on from where we were. I'm going to begin with verse 27. For this, at this point, we get uh, an understanding of what the world will look like around the time of the restoration of the gospel. It says in verse 27, And the love of men shall wax cold, and iniquity shall abound. Um, it's definitely the state of the world that we live in, you know, that um, there is a feeling of antipathy uh, to other people. Um, not in all cases, of course. Uh, you know, there are many wonderful people out there. But uh, there are moments when you look out in the world and you think, you know, just what are people thinking when they treat each other in that way? Um, President M. Russell Ballard said this, quote, Much adversity is man-made. Men's hearts turn cold and the spirit of Satan controls their actions. In foreseeing the day of suffering in our time, the Saviour said, The love of men shall wax cold. Violence, immorality and other evils run rampant on the earth. Much adversity has its origin in the principle of agency, close quote. There are, of course, many um, obstacles and tribulations that we go through in this life that are completely natural without, you know, the instigation of man's actions. But as President Ballard says, you know, when you look at the vast majority of adversity and affliction in our days, it is through the actions of others, whether directly or indirectly. Um, and so that is something to consider as we think about how we treat others and deal with our fellow man um but that is something which was prophesied and you can see that here in verse 28 it says and when the times of the gentiles has come in a light shall break forth among them that sit in darkness and it shall be the fullness of my gospel now before i share this quote that i've got to share with you which is great by stephen l richards um it's important i think to note that he says the fullness of my gospel this indicates to me that there were elements of the gospel on the earth before the restoration of the gospel. And we know that to be true. We know that through, you know, the, the teaching of the Saviour, through the reformations that were made as well um, by the great reformers in the, um, in the mid, um, you know, um, 10 to 10,000 to 2,000 years, um, basically in the last thousand years or so, um, that many people have fought for the truth and right to be given to all people. Um, but Stephen L. Richards uh, says this, quote, That light, my brethren and sisters and friends, has come to the world. It is the light of revelation, and through revelation has come the true interpretation of the Christ, his mission, and his gospel. All men of all nations embraced within the family of the Eternal Father are entitled by his decree to receive the light and to receive an understanding of the true revealed order of the kingdom of God. The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, established under the direction of the Father and the Son, is the custodian of the revealed principles of the restored gospel and the authority to administer its ordinances under divine commission. I am aware that by many this will be regarded as an extreme and presumptuous statement. We make it only because we are constrained to do by revelations to do so. I assure you it would be much easier to attempt to win a reputation for tolerance by modifying and ameliorating our position if we did so, we are, and our message would be of little value to our brothers and sisters in the world, close quote. I think this is, you know, obviously something which we as a church need to understand how we approach others with. It is true. We, we believe that we have the priesthood of the, of the authority of God restored to the earth, the ordinances to bring us closer to our saviour within this church. 
and therefore you know if people want to return back in the celestial kingdom with the glory of the father and the son and, and our families at hand with us then we need to follow those principles but i think what we need to also try and get across to people is that we're not saying that anyone who is outside of our church is wrong or well not wrong but is a bad person you know there are many wonderful people outside of this church many people greater than the people that i know in this church um and they do not accept perhaps the fullness of the gospel of christ and yet they will receive great blessings in the hereafter as well even if they do not accept him of course you know that 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 glory and those blessings will not be as prevalent and as um encompassing as if you know they accepted the savior as their redeemer um but you know this is something which we want to share with the world that we have the, the fullness of the gospel let us add to what you already have um and as president hinckley said let's see if we can add to it um in verse 29 it says but if they receive it not for they perceive not the light and they turn their hearts from me because of the precepts of men um so there will be people that turn away from it there will be others that you know don't accept the gospel into their lives but as members of the church we cannot be the ones responsible uh for other people turning away it's our duty as members of the church of jesus christ of latter-day saints to live as the savior would or try and try and emulate him in our actions of course we're not going to be exactly how the savior was but we need to try our best with that and hopefully that will help others to see the blessings and the joy and peace that we feel from the gospel if we don't live those principles with others outside of our faith or even inside of our faith we can cause stumbling blocks and questions about what we believe in why would people believe in Christ and and the gospel that he has restored through the prophet Joseph Smith if we are not positive about that gospel or our life or or things in general of course there are times we can be d- downhearted i mean i trust me i know that there are times in our lives where you know things just seem really tough and we can have moments where we we feel like we can't manage it but remember to obviously live the principles of our savior uh, elder quentin l cook said this quote because of the uplifting doctrine of the restoration members rejoice in the gospel and find joy and satisfaction in the church we are viewed favorably when we live the teachings of the restored gospel of jesus christ when members don't live the teachings it can be a stumbling block to those who do not belong to the church unlike the favorable reports on righteous members descriptions of the church and its doctrine have been often untrue unfair and harsh it should be acknowledged that some descriptions of christianity in general have also been very harsh close quote what we can do as members of the church is when people ask us about our faith or even when we just live our day-to-day lives with others is try to live those righteous principles and people will be able to see that light within us and in verse 32 it says my disciples shall stand in holy places and shall not be moved so in these last days holy places are established and we know this there are literally hundreds of temples now either dotted across the earth or or um announced to dot, to dot the world i believe it's around about 250 now temples that have been either built dedicated um announced or are being built at this stage elder neil l anderson said this quote the lord has given you another way to stand firm a spiritual gift more powerful than the whirlwinds of the adversary when i was a teenager there were only three, 13 temples in the church now there are 142 85 percent of the church live within a 200 mile radius of a temple the lord has given your generation greater access to his holy temples than any other generation of the history of the world have you ever stood in the temple dressed in white waiting to do baptisms how did you feel 
There is a tangible feeling of holiness in the temple. The peace of, of the Saviour subdues the swirling whirlwinds of the world. Close quote. We are truly blessed in these latter days to have the access to temples that we do. And of course, we haven't really had the full opportunity to use them in the last year or so. But what a blessing it will be when those doors are opened and we can enter those walls and those sacred places and stand within those holy places and feel of that peace and assurance again that the temple and being in there to worship brings us. Um, it is truly, there are truly things which are showing that we are in the last days, the number of temples, the the gospel that has been restored and the way in which we as members are scrutinized by our actions, uh, but also just simply just the light and the peace that comes from having the Saviour's um, gospel in our lives. Thank you very much for listening to this study today. We'll continue with this uh, section tomorrow. Um, please do share the podcast. It'll be great to share it with, with you know one other person that might be interested. That would really help. Leave a review on whatever podcasting platform you're listening to and join us on Facebook at Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me uh, to uh, share what you've been studying as well. And you can, of course, email ldsstudysession at gmail.com as well. Thank you very much for your time and until we meet again.